I'm a black fella. I'm a black fella. Not a drunk, criminal, textbook, uneducated, unemployed, welfare dependent, slack fella. And if you try to tell me different, then you might just get a smack fella. Not that I condone violence. I just don't condone silence. And when you try to tell me about what it means to be an Aborigine with your stupid ass joke stereotypes and Discovery Channel mentality, I'm afraid I have to speak up and let you know about me. See, I ain't what you've seen in your travel magazine. And I haven't got the look from your history book. Noble? Maybe. Savage? No. Unless you're talking about my words and the way that they flow, but this isn't about style. It's about attitudes. It's about people who formulate their ill-informed views, who switch on the TV and then suddenly, out of the blue, they know all about me. Oh, he comes from that race involved in that car chase. It's such a disgrace what they do to the place. I mean, seriously, in this day and age, you want to learn about me, you need to learn to engage. Don't base your decisions on things that you see. Make up your mind by talking to me. I won't rob you or beg and I won't try to fight you. But if you're a man in your heart, I might like you. Yes, that's a hint. I'm single. I am. I'm using my rhymes to try to get me a man. But enough about that. Because I'm here to teach, to beseech, not preach about the heights we could reach. If you stood by our sides and simply just talked, and if some of the time in our footsteps you walked, then maybe you'd see we're not young and free. We're ancient and chained from the stains that remain from a past that's never been dealt with because people don't get off their ass. Instead, they'll read articles, switch on the news, and somehow through media, the lies become truth. Just like when people see a drunk black man on the street, and somehow from that, that black man becomes me. But the drunk white man who stumbles and falls, oh, he's not a reflection of a race at all. So open your mind, because perception's a lie. Learn what it is to not see with your eyes, because I'm a black fella. Not a drunk, criminal, textbook, uneducated, unemployed, welfare-dependent slack fella. And I'm trying to put your minds on the right track, fellas. So question yourself. Challenge ideals, start a revolution. Are you part of the problem? Or the solution? Uh, hey guys, welcome, welcome to Kai Radio on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'm chilling in the studio with Shubat. I'm chilling Hi. with Jody. <laughs> 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 and we've got Lisa and Kuda representing the Tab family. Um, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you, thank you. Thanks yes, for us. and we've got, yeah, we're going to speak about an exciting event that's happening soon. Um, and yeah, and everything else that you guys do. Um, how are you? We're good. And I, I feel like we should say we're the adopted family members of Tab family. Um, uh -huh. We, as the wider group, uh, go by the outsiders. Um, the Tab family are like the fun part of the team. Uh -huh. So we're representing the really fun guys here right now, but we're good. We're the good. fun and younger part the of the The fun team. young people, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing. How, how are you, Lisa? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. A little bit tired, but I'm fine. Why is I'm that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how come? <laughs> Tell us. No, I went to go see Bow Wow last night. After party. Yeah. So... It was quite late that I got home. And how's Bauer? Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Of course, he's Bauer. He's always he's good. Yeah, I'm good. Happy to be here. Yeah. It was a late night last night for me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I will try to follow you guys. Yeah. If, if I, you see. <laughs> <laughs> 
But <laughs> I'm happy because I'm not <laughs> alone on this uh, on this vibe. So yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. I think this show nice. will be really funny. <laughs> I love that. I love so that. good. And you, Shoshi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was out. I wasn't out too late. Ah, um, you too. <laughs> nah, I, I went. I actually went to a Tab family uh, event last night. Um, so yeah, that was good. And yeah, so just to prepare for this interview. So yeah. How good is that live band though, man? The live band was amazing. Uh, the energy from um, Ayuba. Ayuba was crazy. Honestly, man. Like, honestly. Uh, like he makes me smile, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the vibe. And he has one rule. And yeah. I feel like it's, it's only right that we uh, maintain that rule. Uh-huh. Good vibes only. Yeah, yeah. Man, he does. Yeah, he, yeah. he lives it. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, what does Tab family mean? What is it? What is it? Because I always obviously see the abbreviation TAB. What what does that come from? The uh-huh. Ayo Busari family. Got you. So that's the man behind. Yay. That's the man behind all of that. And uh-huh. interesting backstory on how we all met. Um, he was actually doing a uni assignment. Uh-huh. Um, put a call out. Um, the project was about uh, diverse hair, mostly Afro curls mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lisa was like, "Hey, this looks pretty cool. Let's go do it." And Honestly, that's where we met Ayuba. Mm-hmm. Um, Ayo was uh, directing it. Mm-hmm. There's some people we still have in the circle, people like Prince who, who models and acts and, and all these things. So it was the, the probably the, our first step into having some sort of community where it's a uh-huh. bunch of creatives and we're just all trying to do what we do. Yeah. So Ayo Busari has been, he's, he's a hardworking man. Mm. He does yeah. it all. He does it all. So yeah, yeah. he created the Ayo Busari and then together um, we do Tab Family, uh-huh. tool event which is all io yeah and then lisa and i come and it's our collective dream and we team up and it's the outsiders gotcha a lot of moving parts mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um and uh what do you hope to achieve with uh your work you do at this moment that's a great question do you wanna <laughs> so. dabble in that yeah i guess i mean from from our point of view like could and our our point of view what we want to achieve is well we we get amongst a lot of the community but i think where it stems from is being someone who isn't from um australia and have has come here and would like to see more opportunities for for people that look like us as well um and just not to have to put something on so having more opportunities opening things up for for others and creating and like you know just being being who you are being a musical talent you know i come from an acting background being a performer and i found a l- that to be very challenging so having to be able to put on events and, and a platform for others to do the same thing is where that sort of stems from for us mm. Mm. It's really fulfilling, um, yeah it yeah. is it is so yeah giving people opportunities and that sort of thing um it's weird because i had this thought on the drive up here um people may look back on my career at some point and go, ah, you know, would have thought that he'd have reached this height or that height or had this level of followers or whatever. And I've gotten to the point where I couldn't care less anymore. Uh Um, If I could make music for the rest of my life, I'd be a happy man. If I can pay my bills off music, I'd be a happy man. Yeah. But more importantly, it's about how big an impact I can make Mm -hmm. on on the community. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, I felt... I, I did the whole journey of music, you know, thinking at 16, man, I'm like two years away. Mm-hmm. People do like what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always get that feedback. But, you know, you, you meet people who, I guess, looking back now, seemingly want to take advantage of that talent, uh, but benefit their own causes. Um, and you just keep going through those heartbreaks and those heartbreaks until you realize, I just want to make music. 
Mm. I'm going to do it in my own community. If a community grows that's big enough to sustain it, great. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want young people to go through the same journey of, um, you know, people losing the passion because they've been taken advantage of and, mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. if I can make it easy for the next generation, I feel like legacy-wise, that would mean a lot to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Community. Community is cool. everything for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and let's talk about the um, event that's happening th- this coming week, actually, um, which we're excited about. It's happening at the Blue Room Theatre. That's right. Um, and can you tell us more about that? For sure. Uh, so it's called an evening of African poetry and storytelling. Mm-hmm. You'll see us abbreviated as EEPS because mm-hmm. it's just too long to type every time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to Lisa's point about doing things our way, yeah. we, we, we all kind of have this perception of how things should be. But then you s- take a step back and you ask, why do I think that? Why do I think theater has to be this masterful thing of... Uh, you know, characters and all this thing, yeah. it's because that's what we've always seen uh-huh. from the West. That's, uh-huh. that's just what it is, right? Yeah. So we go back and we're like, okay, from our cultural uh, backgrounds, mm-hmm. we're storytellers, you know, mm-hmm. singers, and, and we tell stories through d- these different forms. Mm-hmm. So like, hey, let's, you know, there's a, there's a big cultural move right now um, around the world to really appreciate culture. Mm-hmm. And I personally think that's the way we can actually get together because simple thing to people how much do you like food from different parts of the world so mm-hmm. you appreciate culture you yeah, know what of I mean? course. yeah so the way i see it is like we're just going to bring a fresh take on uh, a show yeah. and then we've got this cast of amazing talents we've got the, the live band most of whom was there mm-hmm. last night mm-hmm. uh we've got lisa we've got io uh poets um performers in their own right and then you got myself and ayuba who come yeah. from the music background uh-huh. so it's kind of like this mix of stories that mm-hmm. this time we've delivered in a bit of a linear or slightly more linear narrative than yeah, last yeah. Time. so uh, content wise without giving too much away mm. uh, what can people expect Ooh. what can't <laughs> we say <laughs> I don't know because we were thinking about what to say in the car and I'm like if they what, ask what, us this what question what should we, we say, say? <laughs> um, I suppose um there's going to be a, I can give you the theme. Uh-huh. The theme is home. Okay. Um, last time out, it was uh, to celebrate the African performers. So we kind of refined it and we went home. Uh-huh. What I really loved about the creative process was everyone's perception or what everyone wanted to speak about mm-hmm. uh, with regards to home was slightly different. Mm-hmm. So there's home, the physical, um, like the, let's say the country or place you're from. Uh-huh. Then there's home, which is the dwelling um, and the, the family unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you can imagine, I think the fact that we're all African artists in Australia already means we're not in our original home, uh-huh. which kind of introduces um, some uh, ways of thinking that we would like to share with our audience because I feel a lot of people would be able to relate mm-hmm. and it's not just African people. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of migrants in our community mm-hmm. um, and some of the things we talk about may reflect uh, in their lives as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is happening. When exactly is the show happening? So from the 31st of Jan to the 4th of Feb at the Blue Room mm-hmm. Theatre, mm-hmm. the show runs from 6.30 to 7.30 mm-hmm. uh, for five nights. Yeah. yeah, And then we have an after party on uh-huh. the Sunday just to celebrate this uh, this this season of ours. Uh-huh. Um, we're still all in what we consider to be early careers um, mm-hmm. in a way. So the fact that the Blue Room Theatre put us on is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, summer nights is what they use to have, you know, people experiment a little mm, bit mm, so this is where we uh, we feel mm. comfortable kind of going it's not your regular show yeah come see it so yeah. um yeah yeah how, how did you guys uh, how did that happen like um you know for you for you guys to put a, a show on at the blue room theater how did how did that come about 
I think. I think, well, we did have our show last year. Like, we were supposed to have our show last year. Uh-huh. Um, and then, unfortunately, didn't um, end up happening. However, yeah. this has been something that we've wanted to do for a, quite a long time anyway. Yeah. And I think it's just we've got a great team. So, myself, Kuda, and Ayo. Yeah. Um, just going, okay, so what's... Who, who can... How can we get into... How can we get into the industry, I yeah, guess, yeah. in that sense? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know how you, how you want to say that, that bit, but... Spot on pretty much applying yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we just gave it a go but they yeah. they're good because they are after people who are um wanting to do things that are different yep. yeah. they are looking for emerging artists and yeah. creatives and giving us this platform and blue room is great for that as yeah. well they've got yeah. a lot of great shows because I, I imagine you know like there might be and i asked the question you know for anybody that might be listening that maybe has like aspirations of doing something and and maybe they think oh this place is not approachable because you know whatever reason yeah. and just for you guys to give them insight and tell them you know it's okay just approach people right. and you know, if they say no they say no they but say like no. just yeah I couldn't yeah. agree more and um, that's where I kind of look at I'm really an open book yeah uh, much to the uh, uh, disagreement of a lot of people around me they're like you can't share all your secrets I'm like honestly what difference is it going to make yeah, if yeah, someone yeah. else gets an opportunity they yeah. deserved it you know of course so the way I see it is um, and a lot of credit to Ayo for a lot of the things he manages to get um, on board because uh-huh. he is off that mindset uh-huh. why not try and yeah. they were like oh did they did they say yes yeah, oh wow yeah. okay cool now we just let's, let's put just in the work and it. vindicate that yeah man um, but yeah ap- apply and if I may give Blue Room another shout out they're mm-hmm. really really supportive mm. um, and I like the focus on the emerging artists because they've given us so much extra knowledge on mm-hmm. things that we were dabbling in mm. uh, but they've helped us like elevate that a little bit That's and amazing. I feel a lot more confident that after this show no matter how that goes mm. uh, because we know po- positive vibes is going to be great mm-hmm. but um, the the knowledge we can take into future projects amazing mm. yeah and I think just to also add to that um networking like it comes from a place of okay don't be shy don't be scared but there's a lot of opportunities out there Mm -hmm. if you do see the call outs share the call outs via social media but apply for it and then also have conversations with people who like create a support network and have conversations who are in the industry people in the industry as well where they can guide you I mean I've been through a lot of um, a lot of these types of like residencies as well Mm -hmm. and that opened up a lot of big doors like Cool Yang I was part of a diversity lab um, that they had and it was amazing because mm. everyone could focus on we all had the same similar interests however mm-hmm. we were all come we all came from different creative backgrounds yeah, yeah, yeah. and that opened many doors like you know you've got creative writers you've got producers directors um, you've got actors you know so once we were like okay we know who we we are now we can now connect with each other we can now create stories so mm-hmm. um and a lot of people from there have actually also you know being part of blue room being part of summer night so i've got a lot of my friends who are um who have their shows as well so mm-hmm. which is great so it's about just finding your support yep. don't be scared mm-hmm. and finding out the information if you don't succeed first time try yeah. and yeah. try yeah. again yeah. yeah that's good advice yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And uh, how did you find your, 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 the theme about the, to do this, uh, this show? Is because from your experiences here and maybe from background, from back home or so how? Good question. Um, I suppose we, we looked at what we did last time in this celebrating of African culture. Mm-hmm. And then we thought about it and we realized every member of the, the Outsiders like uh, collective is someone who not only left home 
but spent a significant amount of time in a second place before mm-hmm. ending up here. Mm-hmm. So we have that shared experience for Ayo and Ayuba. They actually met uh, at university in the yeah. UK mm-hmm. yeah. before they met again mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa went from SA to New Zealand to here. Myself, mm-hmm. you know, Zimbabwe, Kenya, Uganda, then here. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, you, you just get exposed to, to so much. Um, you learn about different perspectives. Yeah. Um, for me, you just see that everyone has similar struggles, mm. similar structures of hierarchy and society mm. and stuff like for that. Sure. And you feel for people. Mm. Um, and yeah, it unites it, us a little bit. But it also came from like being an outsider. And that's oh, yeah, the concept true. of being what an outsider is. That's uh-huh. why we've called it the outsiders. Yeah. Because it was exactly what could have said. But mm-hmm. we just didn't feel like we belonged in yep. some type of way. However, yeah. we've made ourselves a little family that's in a true. community and a support mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do get different themes of di- like different things. Like we were a part of... Um, a few things like an exhibition at the end in June with, as well with the Tab family as well. Yeah. Um, and that sort of thing comes along with other things. Yeah. So we have these discussions together. We're, mm-hmm. very, we're very close in that way mm-hmm. and we bounce off each other. Yeah. And I, thought, I think we thought that home would be a great thing to talk about um, just because we can sort of dabble into that a little bit. Like could have said, we do come from different places. Yeah. And I think even if you are from Australia, you could probably even relate in that some t- type of way as well. Sure. What is home? What does yeah. that look like for you? Yeah. How comfortable it, you know, mm-hmm. is that? So it's going to be interesting. There's going to be different dynamics and elements to it. Mm-hmm. I think I focus on a lot of you know the sadness a little bit about her that's all i'll say that's all i'll say i won't say too much <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah yeah so yeah, there's yeah. like different types of things so it's going to be good yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh and uh did you take some story maybe some friends of you around and you know to just make this show or this event you know sometimes you need to have some different story or idea not idea but more story about and maybe express that on kind of like stage. product re- like, like kind of like researching a little bit for y- yeah yeah, yeah. Without you, experience maybe from some, someone else. Someone else. I think for me, when when I go through my process, I'm always trying to see what kind of conversations I can grab from people. Anyway, I do sort yeah. of slight little interviews without people really knowing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just having that conversation. But actually, to be honest, this theme is is about home, and I've yeah. heard so many people talk about home. Mm. Yeah. You know. The, the, the doors of the world has opened now yep. you know since yeah. COVID sort of hasn't yeah. disappeared it's still here yeah, for yeah. Sure. however yeah. the rules are changed you know yeah. people are flying back home to see family and friends yeah. so those conversations are quite it's happening quite yeah. often Absolutely. you know yeah. and so a lot of people without me even having to ask a lot of people just open up because yeah. they're coming back from their holidays mm. you know they're talking about what's been happening as much as it's a great time and everything's everyone's mm. having a, an amazing time they're mm. also talking about the the sadness and the connection of that and not being able to go back mm. you know and see their families or you know their friends and being a part of that so mm. those discussions are happening now because that's where the world is going yeah because like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean i saw a stat like something like uh, over 55 percent of people that live in wa um at least one of their parents was born overseas or something like wow. something along those lines. So, you know, like you guys being the outsiders and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to a lot mm. of the themes that you guys are going to be addressing in this show as well. Um, well put. I love yeah. that. That's a definitely stat. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think for me, I'm second generation. Mm-hmm. You know, I came with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I left when I was six years old from Cape Town. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents finally got, you know, passports. Yay for them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we know what happened at that time. And then yeah, doors course. open going to New Zealand. We're able to have that opportunity. Yeah. And they're now living in Australia. So yeah. my journey is, you know, that's my journey through life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it also, it, me not being able to 
to be a part there's a different side of me you yeah. know i feel like i'm a different person what would my life have been like if i grew up there yeah. you know oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. very yeah. different yeah. yeah um and what is like what, what does that look like when i go back when i go back to see my family yeah. i'm a completely different person outside yeah. of for sure yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. i might look like my own people yeah. but i i definitely don't have the same relatable you know stories, yeah, stories conversations however so mm, yeah yeah, little things like that. So mm. I love that. Uh, mm. To your point about um, other people's stories, like Lisa said, we don't realize a lot of times we're already researching. Um, I love talking to people, mm. and I've worked in hospitality, which is a high turnover industry. So mm -hmm. you're seeing, you know, people and people who come over and do farm work and stuff, and short term. So you're constantly getting new people, new stories. Uh -huh. um, and a lot of it really just informed that many people are just trying to like make it mm -hmm. but in recent let's say in the last 12 months we're working on a lot of community projects that mm -hmm. we'll definitely have more to, to share about soon uh -huh. but one of the lines of thinking with that is the first generation migrants uh, like I guess I'm, I'm first generation Lisa's parents came here but their job is to just come here and plant roots, just yeah. survive. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? So yeah. a lot of times it's like, just hustle, just do whatever you got to do. Mm. Like a lot of them can't even dream. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. um, the, the idea that people go to these new places and they just have to find their bearings and mm. it may take a lifetime literally just to set it up for the next generation. Mm. Um, that's some, something I kind of touched on there in mind. That's, that's interesting though, because I mean, like essentially you guys are doing the same thing, right? Like in, in what you do, in the kind of thing that you do, you're probably, you know, the first group of people like yourselves True, who are doing yeah. what you're doing. And, and you know, you, you, you're laying down the foundation for, you know, like you said earlier in the interview, right? Does that come with, is there a lot of pressure that comes with that? Like knowing that, or are you aware of that? Are you are you aware of the magnitude of what you could be no. doing potentially? Do you, is that? I don't. I'm not aware of the magnitude. I think yeah. I just do it because I want it to be different. Yeah. 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 Like when I came here, I was 16. Yeah. And I think Perth is very different to what it was in 2006 to 100%. now in 2023. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I felt at that time growing up, there was not a lot of opportunity. Yeah. I didn't see like a lot of representation as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where, and that's where the door opens for me because yeah. I found it, I, I felt like I struggled a lot just to find, find a place. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think about that, I'm just like, look, if I was that age again, I would want this to happen and yeah. I want it to little, be a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, so for me, I don't see the big magnitude of it. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. like... You, you're I want, just doing what you want. I'm just to do. doing what I'm, I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if maybe criticism is a bit of a. Yeah. I'm a. Yeah. I'm the big dreamer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's a big good. dreamer yeah. in this whole situation. <laughs> so I, I definitely see what it could be, but similar to uh, keeping the outside noise out for my own music journey. Yeah. My life is just going to be what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not pressure. It's yeah. just it could be something major. But I, I'm very flattered by the idea that we're probably at the forefront of this and we i'm sure we are yeah. but i would like there are a lot of other like-minded people who are absolutely who are like who yeah. are c creating collectives yeah um some of their names escape me now but i know um in know, different like industries as well exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that that actually fuels me and makes me think okay so there's the understanding that we're stronger together yeah but it shouldn't just stop into like into these silos of like yeah. three four people and then that's it and you yeah. can't get in yeah. yeah yeah um i was at a i was kind of my community project friends um 
plus one uh-huh. at a at the Aspire leadership program that they're running for this year. Yeah. Um, and you know, you see these young people, or some of them um, more middle aged, were picked for these projects where they're supposed to be developed as leaders and so on. Mm-hmm. And you meet these beautiful people who also share the vision of mm. yo, let's come together. So the more you see that, the more you're like, okay, how can I facilitate that sort of thing? Because everyone's mindset, even who thinks like that is okay but at some point like we got to keep it keep it here so yeah. that it doesn't get out of control and i'm like i get that but maybe we can create something that is just fluid and no one is in control everyone gets opportunities and mm. everyone can 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 eat mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm. um i'm of the mindset that you know pardon me my dad gave me books like rich dad poor dad and mm-hmm. told me about investing and all of that mm-hmm. i'm convinced i'm not going to get rich off music i'm going to get rich off business like mm-hmm. that that that's how that works mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so for me music i'm not making it for money and therefore mm-hmm. i always reject all these ideas of ah oh, but this is what's popping right now yeah, don't yeah, care yeah, yeah, i want to make what i want to make yeah, right yeah, yeah. um same mindset with collaborating with people i'm mm-hmm. not trying to get 100% off a or b or 80% or try and get majority if i can get 10% of that and help them pro- you know progress that and yeah. get like 15% there yeah. and we all eat i'm happy that's good do you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. that's kind of where this team this kind of just that's why I do. Yeah, everyone always mistakes me for being a Tab family member. Yeah, uh, and I always say I'm the adopted child because I will do whatever I need to do for those boys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those are those are my boys. Like, for sure. Um, I'll show up everywhere. Um, I take them when we go down south. I'll drive whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure they'll do the same for me. And that's that's kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of when he goes. says down south, what he means is there's a lot of actually some things that we all state they're also taking down south as well, right? Some shows, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah. what did you say? Yeah, so we take oh, can you believe 2022? We, I think, Ayuba, myself, and Ayo, yeah. all ticked off one of our firsts, which uh-huh. was to, to low key tour. Um, yeah. and this is where the the drive and the passion uh, of Ayo, I, I give him so much credit for this, yeah. He's already lined up like three, four shows down south for for like March oh, and stuff, you. and I'm like, yeah, brother, yeah, you are. Yeah. He's, he's a busy yeah. So you'll be seeing more of them down south yeah. as well. Yeah. You're expanding. So if you're listening bit, to this down drops, south, keep an eye out. Keep yeah. Nice. Keep an eye out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jody, you're awfully quiet. Yeah. Oh, I'm just listening. Yeah. I'm just thinking I know you have a question. <laughs> yes, Jody always has questions. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. No, we just like put you on the spot. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting here enjoying the conversation because it's just so great hearing. Because you guys have been majorly busy. Because I've been seeing your socials. I do follow you guys. Well, thank, so you, Jody. thank you, Jesse. So I follow you too. It's good to see. Yeah, I know. I've been pretty quiet though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I've just been slack. Um, but you know, it's so great to see everything that you guys are involved in. But I guess the question is, what is probably something that you're proudest about at the moment that you've done? Oh, okay. Good question. First of all, can you be proud of something that hasn't happened yet? Yeah, is absolutely. that possible? You okay, go for it. then that's where I'll go. Uh, do you no, go you there? go. Okay, You've got something. Oh, sorry to yeah. cut you off. Um, no. Okay, so one that has already happened is the feedback we get from acts and artists at our shows. They're like, "Oh my days, you guys are like so professional, like the most professional people we've ever dealt with." Yeah. Um, thank you for the environment you create. It's always a vibe that means so much to us because we have been the artists and had these disjointed shows and these people that sometimes don't pay or whatever it is. Mm. Um, so to give people that uh, place where they feel seen, appreciated and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then we also create the space in which our audience creates the energy for the DJ or the, the performer to be like, wow. like Yeah, even like a DJ, like even just having the, the DJ gigs that we do. Yep. You yeah. know, hearing from 
one of uh, like a few of the DJs, but like just having like them having the opportunity just to go there and just have fun. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. having this pressure just to be performers, like yeah. performers and, you know, but just to have a good time and then the energy yeah. that we create there. So mm. that's something that's pretty cool to hear because I mm. thought DJs just rock up and they just do their thing yeah. and they yeah. leave. Yeah, so many of them <laughs> stay. They actually, you, you, you make a good point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was Adeboy who said he usually just does his gig and yeah. then bounces. A lot of our DJs will do their set and then stay and party, which yeah. I love. Like, yeah. I just love that. Open to that. Yeah. And we're open to always connecting with people who, like, new people as We've well. We've given like, so many yeah. DJs their first gig, which, mm. you yeah. know. Mm. Which is good right. to see because, you know, mm. people out there are practicing. They want yep. to, to do these things. But I, I, for me, I find it daunting to be a performer. Yeah. So I could imagine what it would be like to be a DJ. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> Going, yeah, sure. These people like my music. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to have the opportunity to actually do that, because I think with Soul Alphabet a couple of years ago, yep. they actually opened that platform as well yep. yeah. where they did um, some free DJ workshops yep. for uh-huh. um, the BIPOC community or uh-huh. PSC community uh-huh. so having them having that platform for people out there in the community was amazing because it opened up an opportunity for um, people to, to DJ and put their, their music mm. Afrobeats whatever they wanted to out on the scene yeah. and that's also another thing that, that why we do these um, DJ events as well is because we love the music mm. and when I when I came back from South Africa from mm. Cape Town when I went when I was 21 yeah and having the music there and not being able to enjoy it over here in yeah. Perth was, yeah. it, it's challenging because it's yeah. like I love the music yeah. and it's all sorts of type of genres and it's evolving yeah. and that's yeah. also community as well you yeah. know it, may, it reminds me of home yeah. Yeah. so yeah, that's yeah. another thing so um, and then to open that up more and to mm. just to have that vibe is great and then now you're going to see a lot of people with their own different tastes, their own themes, yeah. playing their type of style, their music mm. and their involvement. Music evolves mm. and mm. the younger generation is going to do that and to be able to put that platform up out there is great. Mm. So, to, to your point about um, Soul Alphabet DJ workshops, I'm pretty sure about 80% of our DJs yeah. came through that. They'd never DJed before. Ayo was oh, was you. one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andy Boy came from there. Yeah. Um, there's Betty Darius, like Betty. Betty. Betty's first gig him. was one of our um, events at Sorum. I think it was the ago, Tab Fam, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is her third gig, and yeah. she is she killed it on the first one. Yeah, man. But what's interesting <laughs> is, and I love being able to kind of pull behind, look behind the curtain a little bit because, yeah. as performers, mm-hmm. we are like crapping ourselves mm. um are we allowed to say that pardon my french pardon my french i tried to find the most politically oh, correct why way. you say that man <laughs> <laughs> you offense me man we um we how do i say this we struggle yes internally with uh, am I doing well enough? Um, you know, do people like this? Mm-hmm. I remember going up to her and going, "Hey, how are you going?" Like yeah. I was, I was uh, the host at that time, so you know, hyping it up. Her friends came out; they were super supportive. The yeah. crowd was amazing, yeah. um, and just her leaning over and going, "I don't know if I can do ten more minutes. Oh. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have like more songs." I'm like, "Just repeat songs if you want. Just You're doing great. Yeah. You're doing great." So, yeah, yeah. yeah, just love that, and just yeah. seeing the humans behind yeah. what we what we see, and yeah. Credit, yeah, credit to her and, yeah. and everyone else. And how's the uh, how's the support for you guys? I mean, y- I mean, you guys are doing this regardless, right? Like, yes, true. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. like how, how how is it for you? How are you finding, um, you know, how are people responding to to the stuff that you do? 
great question. I think I mean, people just we, tr- just we try to be at every one Bruh, of you. Oh, you guys, you guys, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, and I love the fact that depending <laughs> no, on where it is, we might see one of you. If it's yeah, like yeah, free, yeah. we might see one. If yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And we just love the support. We, we appreciate yeah. you guys. You guys are, I think, also at the forefront of creating the culture. Yeah. Um, and I think I see big things for you guys, and I'm, I'm excited. Thank I'm excited. you. Yeah, so. we see big things for you too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All that love. Love it. Yeah. But how is it? Like, the support, I think na- the support comes naturally. Yeah. If, you, if you're going to put on some, some good vibes, if yeah. it's going to be authentic and it's going to be real, mm-hmm. if it's going to feel safe, I mean, creating a safe space is really important. Yeah. Safe space yeah. um, for people just to show up, to yeah. be, yeah. and not to feel like awkward. Mm. I mean, people are going to support. And if they like what you do, if they like the music, if they like what you put on, if yeah. they, you know, it's yeah. it's there. So in that, I think the, the greatest marketing tool is mm-hmm. word of mouth. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't control that. However, yeah. people out there, they can talk, 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 and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, look at this cool event. However, yeah. it's not just about being a cool event. It's like it's these people are doing this, and it's actually pretty awesome yeah. Yeah. is what yeah. I hear. So yeah. I don't know I, what I, else to add. I'll say <laughs> there are like a few different angles. Um, when you're starting out, you have people who you think should support you, yeah. mm. who disappoint you, yeah. mm. and that's where it's – it's kind of like when you let go of expectation, yeah. you're just going to be so much yeah. happier. And I feel like that's where we were in 2022. Mm-hmm. Like the number of times, like family members mm. are not always able to come. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, hearing from them now with a little more interest and mm. stuff, that, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the general wider community, the, the, the diversity in our crowd mm. is really mm. awesome. It's so like so Lisa good. said, safe space. Yeah, man. Um, I'm slightly older. We're not going to talk about my age, but... Yeah. Um, that old critter. Well, I know I'm probably <laughs> still the youngest in the room, but yeah. I think we're all past that point where we go out a certain way. Yeah. So yeah. I really feel like I don't want to be in spaces where it's like super pretentious mm. and people are like, I'm here and I'm flashy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our events are like the exact opposite. We have all sorts of characters who mm. come and they're just themselves. Yeah. That means yeah, so yeah. much to us. Yeah, I feel yeah, so much more comfortable. I'm not pretending to be yeah, anyone. Yeah. Um, but in, another one is with social media. And this is the last one. Yeah. Social media. It, it it it's the worst mm. it's the worst for the one reason Ugh, that you it's just not marketing. reality mm. and that goes both ways yeah so the way that someone could be popping on social media but yeah. in reality they're not yeah. or you're not getting traction on social media but everyone goes oh yeah so i saw you did the thing i was like when did you see that i didn't see i did not see your yeah you watched the thing yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but they're yeah. seeing it and that's where yeah. i've kind of i have a love-hate relationship with social media yeah. i know i absolutely need it to, yeah. to to grow yeah but i've realized i'm going to take all the the stress out of it yeah, and yeah, just yeah. do because even people who you can't see in stats or whatever mm-hmm. are like oh yeah so yeah um we've met before i saw you at the other gig and i'm like wow like i love the human interaction mm. so much more but even then mm. they're still watching i just can't see all mm. the time so yeah. mm-hmm. the support has been great and mm. um yeah we can't do it with other people who come out and yeah. show support so uh, and be singer be acting or be djing so how was that for you to say, okay, now we need to do, to create an event, make a show to express ourselves and see, and you know what I mean? Mm. And people can see who you are really mm. and what you do and did since maybe one or two years, all the ju- the work you did and put on. So, Ooh. so for the music side, I went through the whole journey because I'm such an open book. I, li- I take on feedback. 
mm-hmm. to the point that I've realized probably for the I've been making music for about 10 years since high school right like uh, slightly giving my age here okay <laughs> but, <laughs> but um it's it's interesting you ask that because I've gotten to the point now where I'm really connecting with my Zimbabwean heritage uh-huh. that means a lot to me uh-huh. because I've always been so pa- patriotic and proud to be Zimbabwean yeah uh, but and I always tell the story but someone pointed out to me that I was so much more aware of American politics than mm. Zimbabwean politics. Then mm. I was like, ah, good point, good mm. point. So I really started actively trying to connect. Mm-hmm. So that's starting to come out more and more in my music. Yeah. So, with, okay. so it becomes easy doing things like home because I'm like, okay, this is another opportunity for me to include like a Shauna line because I'm yeah, trying yeah. to put more Shauna in there. Yeah, of course. Um, and yeah, it's just really, it's just good when you find that place in your in yourself mm-hmm. where you're not protect you like i've had producers go hey this is the most popping sound let's yeah. make something like that yeah i yeah. can do it yeah and i yeah. can make it good yeah. yeah but it's not really yeah yeah i know i can't yeah. be that i'm not that guy yeah. i'm yeah. just cool yeah. you know now, I mean? with that with that and you guys are the outsiders right yes sir do you and and you're the, you the you know you're an outsider in perth you're an outsider in zimbabwe as well exactly like, right like, so do you, with you trying to trying to sort of incorporate sort of more Zim vibe into your music, um, does it ever feel like awkward because you're not over there, or does it? Do you think, oh, maybe this this idea is outdated, might be outdated in Zimbabwe? Do you, do you I get, get what exactly I'm like trying to go? What like, you're that, yeah, yeah. That's the journey I went on, and why I'm in such a good place now because. Yeah. When I I left Zimbabwe at eight, yeah, um, and we've got this thing in Zim, and I'm pretty sure in other places, yeah. you would have people leave uh-huh. and come back, yeah, and you'd be like, "Bro, you were in England for three months. Why do you have an accent? Why do you have an accent?" So we always had this thing about people who are pretentious and, and fake, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was always conscious of the fact I was like, "Man, my Shona sounds weird and all this stuff." Mm-hmm. Then I came here, mm-hmm. and so many people who left and came here directly when they mm-hmm. were six. Yeah. or whatever yeah. and also sound weird when we speak Shona that made yeah. me feel so much more comfortable yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to break but I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm messing it up but yeah. we're messing it up together, together. Um, and also I have a um, a social media business in Zim yeah. that keeps me I feel connected to what's happening in Zim got you like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, and that's where and you know the one one of the silver linings um, obviously pandemic was tough but yeah. because we had nowhere to go people created yeah. and shared yeah. and there's so many comedians in Zimbabwe that I know now yeah. there's so many uh, musicians that came out so yeah. I'm I'm kind of happy it happened in, in, in the sense that we now have this shared like we, mm. we, we share the culture more um, and that's kind of where the social media business is big for me because I want uh, Zimbabweans to be able to see what happens in the diaspora nice. and the rest of the world yeah. but I also want people in the diaspora to be able to see what's what's popping in Zim yeah. so mm. that's kind of because things change so fast man yeah. right? like I mean they actually change faster than they do on social media like right. on the ground they like you know, like I try to keep up in South Africa, but like sometimes I, se- I send people stuff that I thought I discovered at home. Yeah, but you late. And this guy's like, my guy, yeah. this was like last year. Yeah, exactly. I do feel that. Like, I do the yeah, same too sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I do the same too. I feel behind. Yeah, yeah. That's so real. I follow them and I'm like, what's happening? You guys, that kills me. That's too real. That's yeah. too real. Um, I was going to say with, with slang. Slang gets me every time. Oh man! Because now I'm picking up on slang that you see in an episode of something, but they recorded that a while back. Yeah. Now you don't even say that anymore. You're yeah, like, guys, yeah. give me something simple to work with, please. <laughs> I love it, man. You guys are making me miss home right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta go back and just visit. Oh, um, no. But um, we, I think we are gonna wrap it up soon. Um, but um, 
Yes. I just have one Shube has a question. Question. Yes, brother. I'm because sorry. you say you you live you live um, Zimbabwe at eight. My question is, when you leave your country at this age and you come here in Australia after this long time, do you feel, or maybe some people lose the culture or deny the culture, deny the language because they hear? So, brother, I am so glad you asked that yeah. because because that I think it's a it's so important. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. um. I don't want to share too much now because that's one of the key mm. premises of our one uh, of our community mm, project. Yeah, okay. no, not even the show. Like yeah, yeah. the show, there's probably some element of that in there. Yeah, but like w when you asked earlier, what I'm most proud of, um, the community stuff we're about to embark on mm. is really, really exciting for mm. me. Um, and I'll try not to share too much, but um. The, the, the person I work with is someone who was like a mentor to me was the, the Murdoch University like student liaison officer for African students yeah and apparently I was the only one really doing that like you, you had to see him once a week yeah and I was the only one who took it seriously apparently and we <laughs> kept connected and now we're at a point where he's tried and tried and tried to build teams and do this and do that yeah and I've tried and tried and tried and then when we went screw it we're doing it ourselves yeah and he said screw it he's doing it himself so then we started finding each other and like people oh, wow. are aligning yeah so the the projects coming out of that are really exciting yeah. there's a lot of storytelling because he's also a creative yeah he's okay. involved in this by the way mm. yeah um, but there's also the there's one initiative we're gonna do that I won't say the full name of it. It's basically to pl uh, to place role models yeah. that are relatable. That's pretty much the whole time. Pretty much the whole time. Yeah, that's pretty much the whole time. So relatable role models. Uh, also to get to what you're saying and to get the, to the question is that, yes, I think you do lose a lot of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who has grown up in two different countries mm -hmm. outside of my own, I'm trying to, without you realizing, mm. trying to fit in. Like I not wanting to fit in necessarily, but mm. when I've come from a different place, have a different accent, different environment, different mm. jokes, culture, etc. Yeah. It's so hard to sometimes be it. Cause I, I came when I was six, mm. so I was very young as well. Yeah. Mm. And then growing up in New Zealand, like having to go, okay, who am I? What am I? But at that age, you don't really ask those questions. True. You just do. Yeah. Mm. And then, um, people make fun of you. Oh, your accent's funny. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, kids you know, are mean, man. Kids, kids are mean. Are mean. Yeah. And then eventually you're like, okay, well, you start talking like people. I yeah. felt like I, I, that's why for me, home is quite hard. It was actually such a triggering um, thing. For, like the theme is quite triggering for me, to be honest with you. When you say home. Wait, home yeah. for the theme for, as in like our play, like our, our, oh, that, like okay. our event. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Be coming back to that, um, uh -huh. it all sort of connects because I, for me, it's quite triggering because like I said, my life from what, I feel like I'm living a different life. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that. It's a little bit deep, but I feel yeah. like I'm living a different life. Yeah. I've had to, I felt like I've put on something else for so, so long. Yeah. I'm, you know, now I'm showing my age. I'm 32. Yeah. When I left my home, it was six. I was six. Yeah. yeah. When I left New Zealand, I felt like I just got comfortable in, in that environment and yeah. that and that was my home for a, a short period of time of nine years. Yeah. And then I had to, to start again in another place. Yeah, yeah. So everything was quite different for me. And I don't, I feel like I'm not myself if I really think about it. Like, like at this point in your at life? My, at this point in my life, yeah. I don't feel like I'm me. Mm. Yeah. I, I feel like I, yeah, I don't know. Cause I want to say Nick. Yeah. Nick, yeah. Was Nick. Talking shout about, out Nick. Was it in, um, 
assimilation. Yes, and that's what I was going to get to with the re- yeah. relatable role models is we don't have people to guide us to towards you know prosperity while maintaining our culture. Also, yeah. mm. Um, mm. And um, and we'll try not to share Nick's wisdom too much. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but basically. Um, I guess I think the two words were integration and assimilation. Integration and assimilation. If I'm not mistaken, one of them is <coughs> coming in and conforming, mm-hmm. be like we are, mm-hmm. or don't be here. Mm-hmm. And the other one is that would be assimilation, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the other one is come as you are, and we'll yeah. make you a part of this. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's where we want to to be with all these community initiatives is to celebrate our culture, maintain that sense of identity, have role models that look like you, mm-hmm. um, who are in positions of success, mm-hmm. talk to you about their journey, mm-hmm. and yeah. help you maintain that identity so you don't feel you need to change and become something else. Yes. Yeah. That's what you do, fam. You do, mm. you do. You lose a lot of mm. yourself. You yeah. become someone different and obviously there are different stages of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, you also lose a lot of who you you truly are yes. mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. So that's where identity issues, and I also touch a lot of, like a lot of my pieces are about identity mm. uh, because that was quite hard for me to figure it's out tough, who am yeah. I? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I? Mm-hmm. I don't really fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, I fit into this life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm Australian. I still mm-hmm. don't have my citizenship. Pl- please give it to me. And the Albanese. Let's put a joint application, guys. <laughs> but it's like, I'm st- I still, like, you know, does does the citizenship make me Australian? Great question. Yeah, yeah I remember you, you know? saying that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, with, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. with the 26th coming up as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon. What is Austra- You know, what well, is it like to be Australian? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is it like to be Australian? Because exactly. Because there's so many different communities here. So many yeah. different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it? if I may, because uh, we're sort of touching on it. Um, obviously, we look at the 26th differently uh, to how... Um, it's always been portrayed mm-hmm. um, and that's where I really look forward to some of the work we're doing in the community because one of um, the things I was lucky to have I think the Murdoch Uni campus had uh-huh. an Aboriginal centre uh-huh. I never took advantage of that mm. I really didn't but mm. where Nick has seen it um, over the years it's 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 been there mm-hmm. um, but it, he felt like as he's recruiting students from Africa and all this stuff we we are shown a certain picture of what uh, what Australia is mm-hmm. and we feel like when we get here we then kind of conform and have a certain perception of what indigenous Australia is what like what would that what would that picture what what did, does that picture look like to you or what did it oh, look what like what it did to look you? like yeah I suppose a lot of it for me was a lot of sport because um, yeah. I was I was big in sports. So uh-huh. I, I used to see rugby, um, uh-huh. cricket, and all of that sort of stuff. So m- for me, it was majorly sports driven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I don't even think there was enough of an advert uh, of what per, uh, Australia could be, and mm-hmm. that's where I feel like one Australia is beautiful. More people should see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the way, and actually. Correct me if I'm wrong. What's the preferred term? Aboriginal Australians, Indigenous Australians. Um, I'm happy to, to, to refer mm-hmm. as, as preferred. Mm. But what I would like to see is more of a unity between Africans mm-hmm. um, and the Aboriginal community because we have such a shared experience. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. something that Nick always points out that he tries to instill in people is think about slavery mm-hmm. and then think about the 400-year part. Mm-hmm. We're not even... 
we we haven't even surpassed a long enough time to to even like it's just the other day some people's yeah. direct descendants so for yeah. for, for me or, or people who are living today it, yeah went through that yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, right yeah. so that's why i feel like um he always preaches trying to um have a lot more empathy and mm-hmm. and, and and get get to know the culture get to mm-hmm. know the history mm-hmm. um so yeah and i think to add to that I don't know if I can also fully be Australian without Australians recognizing and identifying, um, you know, Indigenous Aboriginal culture as well, mm. and and things that are coming up. You know, you, mm. you talked about the twenty six, yeah. you know, and then also I don't know if you guys saw Ziggy Rama as well. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, that that, that yeah. quite was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're creatives. Mm. And if that's to happen to such, you know, such an, an important act- activist, mm. yeah. you know, you know, uh, musician, music yeah. artist, yeah. and it's his own own country, yeah. you know yeah, what I'm man. saying? Yeah. It's his yeah. home. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect that together again. It's his yeah. home. Exactly. So yeah. if it can happen to someone like him, you know, what, you know, for someone who's not even in Australia, like Australian, mm. what can it look like for the rest of the community here mm. as well? Mm. And I think that, you know, people really need to understand that and identify that, you know, mm. how can you feel at home when other people are not even able to be feel at home in, in the their own home. space? Yeah. Home. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. that needs mm. to be really... Do, 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 do you guys feel that you are free to expect to, to express um, like your art, uh, like your lived experiences without, without, you know, fear of like, you know, being canceled or, or people complaining or so on? Not yet for me, mm-hmm. because for me, I talk about apartheid. Mm-hmm. I don't really talk about it, but it's part of my, my yeah. family's experience. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of things that need to happen with that whole situation mm-hmm. in our own like country as well as a mm-hmm. nation. Um, and I don't want to hold back into something that was quite apparent in 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 life. Mm-mm-mm. And if we don't, and for me, that's just my understanding of what what I have gone through, what my family's gone through, mm-hmm. and you know, things may have looked normal for them, but it was not very normal. It's no, not a normal thing. Not at all. So why take away something that I want to speak about that's real to me? Yeah. At the end of the day. And if yeah. someone doesn't like it out there, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I can't hold back to it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a part of my live like of it's course. part of me. Yeah. Um and then I will be able then that means that I would have to be someone else. Mm-hmm. And my all of my things I t- touch about is identity. Mm-hmm. Is that is so, that part of the reason why you said you don't feel like yourself? Is that would that be like part of it? In what in what like sense? Like when you said you don't feel like you are yourself, and you've kind of sh- shifted and changed because shifted of, of, of moving and mm-hmm. yeah, and stuff. Mm-hmm. exactly. I think mm-hmm. I think that's why. Yeah, I think definitely that's why it was. It, it's been a struggle with identity itself mm-hmm. um, because I have shifted. I have changed. I've heard about stories. I've heard about things. I hear about you know, uh, struggles in, in my community mm, in, mm, in Cape Town. Mm. I hear about, you know, just the country itself yeah. and where it is at the moment, mm. you know. Mm. Um, they have so much to give yet, you know, it's they're not giving like no one's giving them that, that platform to, to, to have more that mm. you know, my community's suffering back home. Mm. I can say that. However, sure. it's amazing. It's yeah. an amazing place. It <laughs> is beautiful. It's still, it is. And people are still, you know, like that's what I say, like and I, I, I obviously from South Africa as well. Yeah. I feel the same. It's heartbreaking. I was in South Africa not too long ago. Um, and, you know, I, I would never say anything negative about South Africa. No. Uh, th- and that's, you know, that's obviously being biased. That's not yeah. to say there's no bad things happening. There's no bad people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of bad things happen. But 
um, it's it's just like after going back, I had so many bad things to say about the country. I had so many bad things to say about the current leadership because also mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes because of our history, um, it's it's harder um, to criticize our own black governments, yeah, even is. when they are like yeah. crap. Mm. Um, Makes you upset. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, and even having these conversations, if I have these conversations with a, a white South African, it always feels like um, it's a, you know, you against us kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, your people did it better. Oh, my, you know, uh, yeah. kind of thing, which is not helpful. No. And, and it's not bringing us any closer to any meaningful conversation. Exactly. Um, yeah. I love that you touched on meaningful conversation because I believe you have to have some of those tough conversations. Yeah, yeah. But definitely not worth wasting your energy no. on mm. someone who doesn't want to actually listen. <coughs> and to your question about do we feel like we can express ourselves? I'm naturally a, I don't know, like I'm so open-minded and, and accommodating and that's something I've had to change about myself because I would kind of lay myself down for the betterment of people mm-hmm. but not really advocate for what I believed in mm-hmm. um, and now I'm at a point where I feel comfortable once again mm-hmm. advocating for myself and my people mm-hmm. um, because I know it comes from a place of love mm. and uh, Lisa and I uh, were talking about this uh, or Nick and I as well um, w- if the intent is love mm. you can't go wrong mm-hmm. because you can have harsh truths without like being um, bad about it mm. like, you know we can mm. have that conversation yeah for sure um, it's the same way you can I guess call it tough love ideally you want something improved that is why you um, hold it accountable and I, yeah. and I think the terminology is right you're not you're not telling someone off you're not doing this you're just holding people accountable and mm. that's, that's that's fair in life you mm, know mm, yeah. mm, so mm. I feel comfortable yeah yeah and uh, by creating that uh, event do you do it because yes for you but to open a door for indigenous people coming and approach you and maybe maybe in the future try to create something together because I think all people sitting around this table is a is a hope and a, is a dream for me is a, a dream for sure so yeah 100% um, yeah please <coughs> yeah these are the conversations we're always having is how do we connect mm-hmm. the communities together yeah. mm-hmm. and so the out there. Yeah, yeah the people out there so it's like yes please if yeah. you if you do want to connect if you do want to create something like we've got we, like Kuda was saying before there are co- similar conversations yeah, that need yeah, to be sure. had yeah um and Let's do it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. But it's it's already happening to some degree. I yeah. mean, I went to an event. I think you guys were there too. Where fluent fluent block party. Beautiful to yeah. see. Right? It's going to happen again this year. Yeah, isn't it's coming it? back. The yeah. Perth yeah. Festival. Yeah. I was actually going to touch yeah. on that because I I loved that. And I'm a big fan of Fluent. We had yeah. Fluent. Yeah. Um, I think we met Fluent. Uh, Voices. We had Voices. Yeah, we put yeah. on an event after the, you know, the, the George Floyd um, uh-huh. murder. Uh-huh. Um, there were BLM protests around the world. Mm-hmm. I went to that one, mm-hmm. watched him perform up in um, Langley Park, I think. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I was oh. moved. Yeah. Love, love yeah. the advocacy. And yeah. actually, to point on that, that's when we all really kind of yeah. I felt like we came together here. Yeah. 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 Was yeah. the BL, BLM movement as yeah. well. And what I liked about that was there's an international understanding of trying to promote um, you know black lives and and advocate for that. But how it looks in Australia is slightly different. Yeah. Let's have that conversation. Yeah. And that's what I loved about that. Is yeah, yeah, I yeah. learned so much by going, yeah. oh, yeah, it's different. Yes, we just saw that happen in the States. And mm-hmm. that's so annoying. I've lived mm-hmm. most of that experience in my life. But mm-hmm. then you come in, you're like, 
okay, guys, we have some work to do here. Mm-hmm. You know, so I saw Flo in there, reached out to him, and then we and got we did our voices. And we did voices to off put the it, back of that, yeah, yeah, because it, we wanted to create a, a space where people could just be themselves, yeah. talk themselves, about their stories, yeah. express, yeah. express themselves, and just you know, you're black, have your black, have your stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you know, hold mm-hmm. back. And so, get yeah, going. What I loved about that was the room was uh, it consisted of an, an American artist, mm-hmm. De Niro. Um, mm-hmm. He spoke of personal, personal um, things yeah. he has faced yeah, yeah. and his family. Mm-hmm. We had In fluent. America, yeah. mm-hmm. We had uh, the boys. Oh, we got. Loki gifted. Yeah, Loki gifted tragic in them mm-hmm. from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself, Cisse from Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. So it was this beautiful mix of mm. like indigenous people of color, BIPOC, um, where we we were all telling our, our like our stories of pain and everything mm. in a room full of people who were willing to listen. And that, I think that's where safe spaces mm. became really important to us mm. because there were there was a diverse audience. Mm. There were a lot of white Australians mm. in the room who mm. were in Mosman Park. In Mosman <laughs> Park, yeah. Who <laughs> Who are there to, to listen? And yeah. we really appreciate that. Like, if yeah. you come with the right intention, we're not we're not telling you off. You didn't you didn't directly do this. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not yeah. your fault. But yeah. let's have that conversation. So. Especially in an affluent, you know, affluent. Yeah. Why I feel like Bosman Park is quite that. And having feedback from that, going, you know, we haven't really seen yeah. much of this before. It's quite different, and we really enjoyed it. Yeah. And we really understood. So thank you for giving us an opportunity to understand and and, mm. and open. So that was also something that we loved about that event. And that's. Mm. That's why we wanted to create more of those things. And I think that's where Kuro and I started, especially being in a time of COVID as well. Mm-hmm. People were listening. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was listening. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know? yeah. Um, and that's where that journey took us. And that's why Kuro and I have always wanted to do these sorts of things. And coming mm-hmm. back to the question before about even this poetry show, mm-hmm. we had a lot of people who were, you know, rap, sing, mm-hmm. you know, dance, all these things. But, like, that's where we were like, okay, let's do more. Yeah. Let's yeah, create let's do more. more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because and we, yeah, go yeah we've got... Uh, a lot of opportunity here and yeah. so many good artists and, yeah. and True. Ev- everything and yeah. dancing singing yeah. platform we've got yeah. everything and I, and I think at this time the door is open and people yeah. they are ready to to see and sure. embrace the new community or yeah. community from different yeah I think it's the time to do something good do and really create and unity yeah. strong yeah. unity yeah. if I can mm. add to that p- a previous question you asked we're still learning mm. yeah um, and we have so we want to have these conversations mm-hmm. so we get these little golden nuggets like at work once they did um, there's a young man I can't remember his name but he does a uh, how to deliver uh, or how to acknowledge this um, there's an artist and he delivers like workshops on how to approach mm-hmm. uh, your acknowledgement of country mm-hmm. and one love the diversity in mm-hmm. the in the in the workshop, mm-hmm. which is great. Everyone's wanting to learn, mm-hmm. um, and we learned a lot about take 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 a step back mm-hmm. and realize one this is someone's home. Yeah, yeah. So they do welcome welcome mm-hmm. welcome to country. You can't welcome yourself to someone else's place. Cool. Yeah. The acknowledgement. I think we've often read the scripted one, mm-hmm. but then I hear so many different ones, versions of yeah. which I like. And he explained, hey, it's how you want to acknowledge. Yeah just pay respects and do that and and yeah. that really empowered me to stop thinking i had to read this very specific mm, thing which might not apply to you necessarily that, like so yeah. Was that, was that yeah kobe morrison i think so and i think he's like the, the um he does a lot of work in trios he might do does he have cornrows i can't remember i'll look him <laughs> up i'll look him up. i really should be doing him a, 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 a like a, giving him a proper plug yeah. but um why i say we're still learning is because we've had opportunities to put um 
you know Aboriginal uh, DJs on, and and we love that. Yeah, we want to do that more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we also want to know how how to 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 converse about things, how to yeah. to team up, you yeah. know, because we do offer in some uh, in, in in most instances yeah. uh, a First Nations discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and I'll be quite frank about this. We were we were approached by one of our DJs once yeah. who said. Um, well, shouldn't you guys be doing a discounted uh, ticket for First Nations? We'd never, we'd never done it. We'd never seen it. We'd never yeah. thought about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as 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 much as we needed to hear that, mm-hmm. uh, I think it would have been a great conversation to have around. Hey, what what can we do? How can we actually attract yeah. more uh, First Nations people? Yeah. yeah. Um, because it kind of took us back in that moment because we were kind of like. We were, we were yeah. in organizer mode and stuff, and then the forum it with with, with, with with which it was done in was kind of like, oh, okay, okay, cool, we'll do it, but and we didn't really get to talk about it. Yeah, and, you know, and get that's into it. to open up to that as well. We are going to make mistakes, yeah. you know, that's going to happen. Sure. However, making mistakes means that you get to learn from it. Yeah. So you get to learn and you get to apply. Mm. However, let's open that dialogue up. Yeah. You know, mm. I'm going to plug Nunga Radio here for a bit and, mm. and also say thanks to Jody because sure. I've volunteered at Nunga Radio as well. Mm. They're so open to other, like people coming to volunteer and do yeah. things. Yeah. And I've learned a lot from you, Jody. I will say that. Mm. And having those conversations, like someone like you, you you've taught me a lot. Mm. You know, in the short period mm. of time that we've known each other. Mm. And those are kind of conversations I want to know, you know. Mm. So if there's a way that we can also do that, that would be great. So yeah, please sure. come up to us, have that discussion. Mm. You know, we let's do that. definitely want to collaborate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Hello. I, I will make a suggestion. <laughs> a few years back, yeah. okay, because you're saying you want to have those conversations. Yeah. A few years back, there were uh, groups of women who were organizing yarning circles yes and the thought was uh because i interviewed a young lady who was originally from palestine yeah and she was saying that a lot of the palestinian women that that are here um miss the cultural side of things and and they feel a little bit you know disconnected because they're not home yeah and the discussion was maybe it would be good for the women to get together with the indigenous women here yeah and just have those talks yeah. so then that way they would feel more at home and they'll be able to share their culture with with another culture so that that's something that you could possibly open the door to is having a yarning circles yeah. with with women from different you know nations and and the first nation women here and just have those discussions where yeah. you know they can just talk about anything their life and then maybe they will find uh, something that is similar and then you will feel that connection between all the women. Yes, of course. And I think you guys have it on a Tuesday. Is that correct? Um, Yoga Jani is on yeah. a Tuesday and that talks about all the different women. Yeah, but uh, yeah. you could have a completely group, you know, different group yeah. away where you, you get all these women together, have a conversation. Have a conversation. I love that. So and start that. It could so be a regular thing where you do where the, you know, the women get together and just talk. Mm. I think we should say if anyone's out there listening, yeah. please. Yeah. Reach Let's out do this. If you want, Reach yeah, out. Let's have that conversation. <laughs> where where can they find you at? Oh no. You're plugging my social media? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reach out to Lisa Watson at creative is it dot discoverer? Yeah, yeah creative dot discoverer. Mm-hmm. Um, or more simply on our collaborative one which is ocd creation mm-hmm. which is our collective dream mm-hmm. and for myself you can reach out at the kuda mike guy 
and we can have all these conversations yeah. and mm-hmm. make something happen. What can we, uh, like, we actually interviewed you guys almost yeah. two years two to years. the day, <gasps> yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, what can people look forward to from you guys, sort of, obviously you guys are part of the collective, which is beautiful, but you guys do stuff sort of in your own capacity as well. Um, right, what can we look forward to? From, from each one of you. Yeah. yeah. This is you what I'm most it. proud of, the thing that hasn't happened yet. Um, yeah. We are proud creatives, which we love, and yeah. we want our work to always have that, but mm-hmm. we're really excited about the, the work we might, not might, it's actually we in the process, we will be doing yeah. in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's the role model one, but there's also an element of um, storytelling that mm-hmm. we will bring forth to have these tough discussions, mm-hmm. um, which, yeah, really, really, really excites us. Can't mm. say, I don't think we can say much more on what we're doing this year because we're yeah. doing, we're actually, I can say we're we are going into year. documentary work mm-hmm. um, through communities, so mm-hmm. that's going to be quite exciting for us. Uh-huh. So you'll see things there. There'll be a lot of opportunity to also volunteer if you need to as yeah, well, true. calling Reach that out. out. But we also, we're still going to be doing things like Afro Block Party yep. that the outsiders do create together with mm-hmm. OCD and Tool Event. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you do want to come, um, if you if you sing, if you dance, yep. if you, you know, rap, yep. uh, we'll spoken word, whatever mm-hmm. it is, we'll find you or you find, we'll find us. It, we'll find yeah, platform platform. For you to mm-hmm. yeah, so we mm-hmm. do do those as well, um, and then there's also Jaya Jaya that we do, mm-hmm. um, and then that's for the DJ. So DJs yeah. hit us up, and then is there more? I feel like there is. Um, more. I suppose personally on my An music exhibition. journey, I'm very excited to give that some attention. As you can imagine, it's been it's been a quite. I didn't actually release a Kuda Mike led single in 2022. Yeah. I featured on Ayuba's Rumble. Yeah. Check that yeah. out, yeah, and yeah. I featured on uh, Big Tony's. Um, all that I've got mm-hmm. so personally I'm looking forward to putting music back mm-hmm. um, at the forefront mm-hmm. and uh, through that creating connections to c- further the community stuff mm-hmm. because it really is just if we can take music which is I'm so passionate about and mm-hmm. change lives mm. I'm happy mm. the only thing that would make me happy after that is an Australian citizenship I'm, I'm with the rest of y'all so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're here <laughs> whoever's listening <laughs> <laughs> You'll see us pop up here and there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stupid. Oh, oh my days. No, but seriously, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so much fun, you guys. We love, um, we love hanging out with you Thanks for having thank us you, again. Thank you, yeah, so thank much. you so much. And uh, actually, what's the... So you've you've got... Uh, please remind people again, sorry, because we spoke about it a little while ago. True. Uh, the show that's coming up. Um, An evening of African poetry and storytelling from the 31st of January to the uh-huh. 4th of Feb at the lovely Blue Room Theatre. Tickets. Tickets available online. We've got concession for the young ones and mm-hmm. the, our seniors as well. Yeah. We've also got, you know what? I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to ask. Executive decision right now. Yes. If you hit me up. Yes. Or maybe hit Lisa up before the show. Uh-huh. We'll give you the discount code. Yep. Yeah. Done. If you if you if you DM us, we'll give you the discount code. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. I'll send you a message right now. Oh, we appreciate you guys so much. Thank, yeah. you. thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much you for guys. the show. And firstly, I'm so proud of you to see all Super the proud. progress Super you proud. did you. since one, two years. And it's just amazing. Blush, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right back at you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Bla, bla, bla.
I was born, the midwife scream and shout. I have fire and brimstone coming out of my mouth. I'm at so Hey! 
Yeah.